TK Kirkwood Show. Y'all got to forgive my voice this week. I'm kind of sick, but I make it happen. Um, as always, I bring some of you guys uh, incredible stories. I met a young lady who was an entrepreneur, and she does cupcakes, ladies and gentlemen. So I always try to get people, inspire people, whatever you're doing, that you can do what you're doing, no matter what you're doing. And we want to introduce Josie. Is it Josie Cakes, son? How you pronounce it? Yes, Josie Cakes. Josie Cakes. Ladies and gentlemen, Josie, a round of applause. So everybody, you got to work work with me today. Got a stuffy nose, throat hurts. So you guys know I travel so much, and finally the weather has finally caught up to me. But we're gonna get it done. So. What made you get into the, um, before we get into the cakes, dear, where are you from? Where were you born? You know, that kind of good stuff. I just, I like asking different questions. I see. You're getting all into it. Um, I'm Josie Smith, and I actually live in Atlanta. Um, okay. I'm from Tampa, Florida. But I live in Atlanta. I've been in Atlanta for 18 years. So my business is online-based, but we're we're based in Atlanta. All right. So what inspired you to do cupcakes? Was your mom cooking some bomb-ass cakes and new? No, so actually me. <laughs> no, actually I'm the only baker in my family. Um, and it kind of just started, I feel like me baking is a gift from God because nobody in my family bakes. I never baked a cake before. And I kind of, quick version, this girl had a recipe for a red velvet cake. I kind of took the recipe, tweaked it, took the cake back for a potluck at work, and people started asking me to make them cakes. And I started making them, making them, making them. And then one day this girl at work said, just charge for your cake. And I was like, I don't know. You know, I like doing it. I enjoy it. And so from that moment, instead of people giving me the product, I just started making it. And I've been selling cakes ever since. Your favorite, what is your favorite one that you like to make, cupcakes or cakes? Um, cakes. I actually prefer to make whole cakes. Um, my favorite cake to make, it changes from time to time, but right now it's definitely the key lime. I love making my key lime cake. Um, my second best would be German chocolate, and that's because that was my daddy's favorite cake. Now, here's my other thing. Now, do you make your um, batter from scratch, or do you go get Betty Crocker, put your stuff together? No. Um, the, the cakes are... My cakes are made from scratch. I actually make my icing. I make everything um, from scratch. So yes. All right. So how do you make it? How do you make it? I'm just curious. I'm going somewhere with it. That's what I'm making. How do you make which cake? I mean, like no, do you use eggs? What do you, what do you put in your well, your, your yeah. yeah? Every every ingredient every cake requires a different ingredient, but standard most cakes um, require eggs. Um, you know your sugars. You know, your your butters or your um, oil. Okay. It just depends on the cake you're making. Yeah, how long does your cake stay fresh? Now, the question is, when I ask those, my fans and people hear this episode, and they go online, they see your delicious cakes like I saw, how long so, does it take to get to them? Um, so there's different, there's different products that I have. One of my main products is a Josie jar. And that is a ready-to-eat cake that's packaged inside of a jar um, that you kind of just open like a mayonnaise jar and eat your cake out of it. Um, Those stored, yeah, those stored inside of the refrigerator last seven days. 
Okay. Um, the shelf life on the, if you just leave it sitting out on the counter, you want to keep coming back to eat it. You can eat off of it about three or four days, and that's because all of my ingredients are fresh and they have real cream cheese in them. And past three or four days, you don't want to eat off of cream cheese that's just sitting on the counter because then that builds um, and creates the environment for bacteria. But in the refrigerator, you can keep it for seven days. But in the freezer, if you store them, you stack them, you want to order them in bulk and put them in the freezer, they last for three to four months. Okay, so as a hustler, I sound like I can order those ones with the jars. Now, how much do you sell them for? The jars are $13. Okay. And they are 16-ounce jars. And they they give you um, – they typically, if you share, you two people can eat off of it. Now, is your name on the jars? Yes, the jar says Josie Jars, and it has my cute little logo of the of the girl with the big earrings and the chef hat on. I like that. That's me. Yeah. Okay. All um, right. And so those come in red velvet, um, which mm-hmm. is my which is my most popular flavor. And then I also have my cheese, which is a smaller version, and that's a low calorie cake, and that's key lime. It's for people who are, you know, watching their their um, sweet intake, but it doesn't take away from the flavor, so it doesn't taste you know, like a diet food or a non-sweet food. It just tastes the same. It's a smaller quantity, and it's good for children who um, are diabetic, but you also want them, you know, to not feel left out and have to eat, you know, diet foods and things like that. But they're also smaller packages. People who work out, that's why it's called cheat eats. So on your cheat day, you know, you have something that you can consume that won't throw your whole diet off and you feel like you have to start all over. Right. Now, if I wanted to call and ask for um, a cake that you don't have, can someone do that? Can they call you and ask, or email you and say, can you make them a cake from preferred to order, like special made? Yes, I also do custom cakes. Yeah, that's the way I Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I also do um, custom cakes as well, and those are, like you said, you would have to call me directly, and we would go over the specifics. But, yes, I do those as well. And you accept? Cash app for advance, correct? You don't do nothing. I do. I do not accept cash app. (laughs) Um, I actually send an invoice, and all of my payments are processed through PayPal. Okay, cool. Um, And that's so that, you know, I can keep records and documents. And so, no, I I do not use cash app. Yeah, I'm in some type of form of payment that has to do with deposit. Correct. Now, what's the most expensive cake? What's the most expensive cake you make? And why is it so expensive? Um, custom cakes begin to get expensive, become to be more expensive cakes because they're designed specifically for the client. Right. Um, so whatever, you know, little things they want to start adding to it, how they want it to look, the, you know, different people or amount of people they want it to serve. Because custom cakes are sold, or for me, they're sold per serving. They're priced per serving. So a standard cake, you know, your regular nine, ten inch round cake, it, that's just the regular price. It's, it's right. going to be what it is. But once you start getting into customizing it, it's like how much work goes into it, how many more ingredients, how much more detail, that's what the, the client is paying for. All right, let me give an example. Say I wanted a, a huge cake with a, a man, two women in a bed, act like they're having sex with TV. <laughs> How much did that cost? I'm just curious. <laughs> this is no 
that simple because then I would ask you, well, how many people are you trying to feed? Okay. And then so let's we say have 10. to go into how, see, so a cake of that caliber, you wouldn't have all that detail and only feed 10 people because then the design is going to crowd over the cake because the cake that feeds 10 people was quite small. So how are we going to put all this oh, detail okay. all onto right. the cake that okay. only feeds 10 people? So that means I would have to be like, like 100 people? It would have to be that big? Right. Right. It it would depend on how big you wanted these people laying in the bed with the TV and the blanket and they playing. Right, 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 right. Right, It has to okay. cake needs to be a large enough cake to put all that on it and not crowd the cake. And what's the most like, most craziest cake someone calls the X you to make? Cleanest, meaning simple? No, no, no. The craziest. Oh, craziest. Yes, um, I made a cake. I made a cake so she wanted all these blunts on it no i had to make them you know okay. to find it and so you know i had the ashtray and then i had the little bag you know a little plastic bag with the weed in it and then i had the blunts and then i had money all over it and lighter okay. and yeah it was now you have pictures on your website with those with your, your work that, those kind of pictures I have, yes, I have photographs on my social media, which on my Facebook social media and on my Instagram, which is just J-U-S, Josie, J-O-C-I, Cakes. Um, that's my Instagram. And then on my Facebook, it's just Josie Cakes or Josie, Josie Cakes. I actually have two sites that you can go to. But for ordering purposes of the items that I have, they would just go to Shop Josie Cakes. And those yeah. are direct order. You order and it ships to you. Okay, so say somebody get the cake. They paid you the money already. And they really don't like your motherfucking cake. Like they like this is nasty, and they want their money back. What do you do? You make them another cake, or you re- we refund them? I'm just curious. I like asking crazy questions. We we uh, no, that's that's actually an everyday thing, you know, that happens. Um, you know, and, and stuff. People buy stuff, and if they haven't had it before, they they can possibly not like it. Um, I I don't give full re- refunds, but I would definitely negotiate. And you know, figure out what works best. If we can do a partial refund, or we if they have time for me to remake it, they want okay. to try a different flavor. I'm I always I'm about making my customer happy, but they okay. will not get a full refund, and that's because I've already done the work. But my okay, so my goal is to make them happy and satisfied. All right, because I'm sick, I'm really my mind is really in a crazy place, right? So say someone okay. bought, a, bought a cake from you, they mm-hmm. paid you, they say they don't like the cake. You refunding their money back, and you saw them on social media at a party, tearing your dear cake up. Tearing it up, right? Oh, do know that happens, right? Okay. You kidding me? Um, it, I, no, it, it happens. That people dispute. You know, I I like this cake. I don't like it, or they the cake is you know they're wow. calling me like you know I don't I didn't like this cake. Can I get my money back? And I'm like, well, sure. You know, do you have pictures of how much you have left? You know, let me know that you smart, like smart, about it. Because I ask questions. You know, well, what didn't you like? That's right. Did you not that's like right. the face? And did you not like the way it looked? But um, you know, you gotta chop it up as a loss. I mean, no. I, don't, I don't take it personal. I, you know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, you liked it, so, you know. Yeah, I just like, I don't know, my mind is just weird. I just thought that, I, I would thought you would probably say no, but that's insane. No, it happens a lot. It happens a lot because people don't fail to realize that these custom cakes that they always see on TV, people don't realize how much work and how much they cost. You know, this is not a, a grocery store cake. 
You know, this is not, no, it's not that. I don't mean for that way. I mean for them to enjoy the cake. It still has the audacity, the audacity to call you and tell you that. That's the same way when people buy dresses and wear them out and then take it back to the store. That's so true. You're right. You know, it is people do it in in every in every aspect in every form of business. They people are who they are. Right. That's so true, honey. You're so right. Now you're in Atlanta. What's going on with your Falcons? Yeah, I'm, I'm a Patriots fan. Oh, is that right? Yeah, big facts. Okay. So I don't so, know anything about the Falcons. All right, you've always been a Patriots fan? I've been, so let me tell you how I became a Patriots fan and don't judge me. Okay. So I only became a Patriots fan because I used to really, really like Chad Ochocinco. And so <laughs> when I found out that he played for the Patriots, I was like, oh, he's fine. Right. That's my new team. Right. And so the way my loyalty set up, I just stuck with him. Like, and they probably be like, well, he moved, you know, to Cincinnati. And, yeah, but him moving ain't got nothing to do with me. I just kind of stuck with it. And so that's that's where right, I've been in everything. I'm going to see if I can get Chad on the phone once tonight. He's a friend of mine. Come on, put it Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be funny as that. Hold on. What's up, man? How you doing? How you been? Listen, you know, I'm doing my podcast right now, right? Okay. I'm interviewing, I'm interviewing this young lady, and uh, we talk about takes, and then I asked her a question about the Atlanta Falcons. She says she's not a Atlanta Falcons fan. She's just a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. What made you become a Patriots fan? She says, well, I'm crazy about Ocho Cinco. Mm-hmm. And I said, um, what? She said, yeah, when he went to the Patriots, I became a fan. I said, well, I have his number. Mm-hmm. And bam, I got you on the phone. Chad Ocho Cinco, I want you to meet Josie. Hey, what? It's uh, TV. TV. Yeah. You know, this the other Chad. This the comedy festival Chad, not Ocho Cinco. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, y'all. Let me call this nigga. I'm sorry, Messenger. I kind of yeah, that's the cool. thing, but it's okay. Y'all still got, y'all got the same number almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah. I appreciate you. I'll be down there in, um, in February for the Super Bowl for a big show. Or she hit me up. I got you. Okay. Love you for life, man. Let me get my man on the phone. My apologies. Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> See, I love making crazy mistakes. <laughs> that's just gonna That's just going to make the phone call that much hilarious. People listen to this shit tomorrow. Oh, my voice is killing me. Okay, so while I'm looking for his number, so how did you feel the day when, well, you had to feel amazing that year the, the Falcons was beating Patriots and they came to win. Yeah, I, you know, the whole time I was at the Super Bowl party, and, of course, I was the only Patriots fan in the house. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm in Atlanta. Oh, man. That's and, uh, yeah, no. you know, I, I was geared up. You know, I a little scarf on and everything, and everybody was all, you know, doing a little song and dance. And I kept saying, it ain't over till it's over. Right. 
They was like, nah, you can't come back from this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm telling you, it ain't over till it's over. Just right, you right. Make sure you understand that. Don't sing. It ain't over till it's over. I was like, God always got the final say-so. So they right, said, right. Ah, here you go, here you go. So, you know, when it came back, came and it, it started rising, and the room started getting quiet, and I started getting real cocky, and it was like, ah, and I was like, yeah, that part. I, I felt good about it. It was good, though. It was, it was, it was, yeah, it was a good feeling. Man. They, they was on me, like, the whole first quarter. They was, you know, first half. They was, they had so much to say. I was like, okay. I took it. But at the end, they was mad. Ain't nobody want to talk. Everybody wanted me to leave. So I feel good about the team this year. I'm excited. I'm still looking for this man's number. Hold on, honey. Okay, one second. Okay, same number. I really want you to talk to this brother. I can't put Ocho. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I always try to be a man of my word. When I do stuff, that's when I say something, and I'm over here like a uh, a fire with a runny nose. <laughs> I can't believe this. I can't, you know, because I've been traveling so much this week. I really can't believe how um, I am feeling. Where are you, at, brother? I cannot find so I'm gonna have to make I'm gonna have to do a show on him now. <laughs> Good. Make sure that my fans know. My fans know I'm one of those guys who keep it real and I'm not a liar. I just really try to um keep my word. Oh I'm sorry, I can't do the four house, three house call. Okay, hold on a second. I'm doing things with my daughter and everything at the same time. Now, you have any kids, honey? I do. I have two daughters. How old are they? 14 and 20. Okay, cool. Yeah, those yeah. are, they, they were definitely my my inspiration um, for, for maintaining and staying in business. When uh-huh. I first started, I was like a true hustler. Like, you know how rappers be like, they were selling CDs out the trunk. Like I was that me and my two daughters at the time who were two and seven, uh, every, every Saturday morning would get up and sell slices in college park, like barbershop every Saturday morning, barbershops and beauty salons. The two year old would take the money because people love giving little kids money. So then I would get tips because she was so cute. They would give us extra money. But that's what we did every Saturday morning for about two years. It's just we went barbershop and beauty salon every Saturday morning in College Park. That was my hustle. That's how I built my business up. Like, I, I really, nobody came along and gave me any money. I really hustled and grind from the bottom. I like that. And I just kept, kept selling and kept selling, and that was my only means of income. Like, I, I lost my job 
And I was like, I never want that feeling again. I never want somebody to have that much control over me that they put me in a position where now I can't provide for my family. Right, right. That's true. And so I just hustled and grind and built my money, you know, sold and did what I could and kept, as I made it, I would invest it back into the business and bought T-shirts and cards and just, you know, doing what I could. And then eventually I got my kitchen. And we kind of just went from there. Now, were your kids playing, or was you out there playing around and got caught? Was they playing? Yeah, was they playing, or was it you may have a condom, you fucked the guy, and you got pregnant? Stop it! No, they weren't playing. <laughs> no, my children were not planned. Um, Yeah, they weren't planned. But okay, at least you're honest. I made it work. Okay. I I, yeah, I was young. I, they weren't really planned. Now, was it one? Was it with a one night stand, or you dated the guy for two no. or three months? No. No. Uh, do, stop doing me with the two three months. Okay, I'm just asking. Um, no, it it was. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> it was um. It was you know we 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 had some uh, situationships, but they were long term situationships. Okay, like how long? Oh, before I had my my first daughter, I think maybe a year and a half or so. Okay, so, so it wasn't a one night stand. It was like you was there for me. No, no, we we it was yeah, we was in a situation ship. No, we were kind of kicking it, just doing whatever. We were young, right? And you know, she, I got pregnant. Okay, all right. And and the dad is the dad good? He helps out and everything. No, he doesn't help. He pays child support, but he doesn't help. Okay, all right. So, you know, um, hopefully that'll change as he gets older. Well, and it doesn't job... matter. She's 20. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter no more. I'm good with it. I'm not upset or angry or bitter. You know, people right. mature at different rates. Yeah, that's true. Hold on, hon. Hold on. Okay, go ahead, hon. Yeah, so you know it, it's life. You live and you learn, but I'm okay, I'm okay with it because it helped put me in a situation where I then had to be the sole provider and depend, and you know my children had to depend on me, so it made me work harder to make sure that I provided. Right, that's true. That's true. I talk about child support too a lot lately in my shows, and what I talk about is how where was the real men at when they had this motherfucking meeting about child support. And what I mean by that is um, child support is a dangerous thing if it, if it, if you fall victim to the wrong baby mama or even the rules about child support sometimes is just insane or alimony. So you, did you marry? Did you ever get married? To this guy? No, I've never been married. Oh, cool. So you're going to live a long time. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, how do you feel about marriage? I think marriage is a beautiful union of when it's two people who understand and have an agreement of what it's supposed to be to be married. And what's your agreement on how do you explain? Meaning, meaning what, the reason why I want to be married, my husband has to have that same reason for wanting to be married. But a lot of times people get married 
to each other and they don't agree on why they're being married. So That's one person true. is looking for marriage because they want stability and comfort and consistency while someone else is getting married or your spouse may be, you know, entering into this union because they're looking for unconditional love and support. Well, y'all don't, y'all not being married for the same reason. True, which is half the fucking country. Which now is why when problems arise or problems continue to arise in your marriage, because you didn't come into it agreeing on the same reason why you're wanting to be married. Right. Somebody right. may feel like, you know, as long as I'm paying the bills and I want, it, you know, stability, I want a wife who's home, who gives me support, X, Y, Z, that doesn't mean he's going to be faithful. Right, right, If you're right. giving him all of those things, but now you're married because you're looking for unconditional love, and in your mind, unconditional love looks like being faithful. And isn't He's that amazing? Isn't that amazing, too, how people can date for years, say they love each other, and never communicate about what they think about marriage and being together? And they get together, and it all turns out to be the wrong thing. And where they could have just had a conversation. Right, and they could have just had a conversation from the very beginning and could have saved a lot of people a lot of problems. I really feel people, men, I can't speak for women, a lot of men get married and don't know who they are. And what I mean by that is they'll get married and still want to mess around. But they could have stayed single and, and saved people a lot of hurt. Right. You know what I mean? Because, and that's like major. Because people don't want to be alone. People, and I don't mean mm. alone like they like I don't want to be lonely. People don't want to be alone with themselves because when you're alone with yourself, you're be yourself. You're being forced to know who you are. And we spend so much time running from who we truly are, our fears. You know what I mean? Our, our childhood pains. Our you know, everything that's hurt us, we run from them into other people. So then now when you're when you're not dating or entertaining or sleeping with friends with benefits or whatever, now I'm by myself, I gotta I gotta face those things. And people don't like to face who they really are, but you'll never be who you really are to meant, meant to be until you heal from everything that's hurt you. And you'll never get the person that you're truly supposed to be with because you're pretending to be someone else and you're drawing in people who are attracted to who you're pretending to be instead of you drawing in the people who are really meant to be in your life and feed your spirit and increase you. Are you okay, baby? You feel very spiritual. Oh, yes. I know this is how I talk. This is how I talk all the time. If you if you know me, I talk like this. Like I'm, okay. I'm all about healing and people knowing who they are. Okay. You know, that's how the universe reads off of us. Right. Okay. I, I'm loving your energy. I'm sorry. I'm, this is me. <laughs> no, yeah, I love it. <clears throat> I definitely love it. While I'm on the phone, let me give my my um sponsors and my businesses a little plug. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know I talk about Cheryl Anderson every week. You know who she is. It's the lady that can put your credit and get your life together. She also is hiring people. Lately, I've been disappointing my fans who have called uh, claiming that y'all want to 
get in business or claim that you're going to do this and waste this lady's time, listen to me now. If you're not serious about your credit or you don't think your money is right right now, do not dial that woman's number at all. That's important to me because I always tell you guys for years, get yourself together. So what I mean now is just wait till you're ready. Got a few hundred put away, and you can make it happen. Now, with that said, I'm going to give you the phone number, Erico 678-770-2172. Sure, Anderson is going my timeline. You see all her information and everything she's doing. Also, I launched my clothing line last week. She Kirkland Merch at redbubble.com. I got everything on there, yo. I got blankets, hoodies, shower curtains, backpacks, leggings. I, I got a coat for your dog. I all that kind of shit. From who raised your hoodie t shirts to just regular t shirts to everything. Just go on the website, check it out, purchase something. I think that you'll truly like it. Also, September twenty eighth, you'll catch me in Seattle at the Hard Rock Cafe. It's going to be off the chain. Make sure that you... I can't believe how my head hurts so bad. Make sure you um, call for reservations. Let me give you guys the number for that as well. Uh, Eric, go 727-710-4990 for showtime reservation. You can also check that on my timeline. Hard Rock Cafe... Seattle, Washington. Then on the 29th, that next day, now you know how long that trip is from Seattle to goddamn Cincinnati. Um, I'll be at the Cincinnati Funny Bone. Make sure that you come through and check it out. Just go on the website for the Funny Bone for sometimes and reservations um, on the 29th of September. And then we move forward to the following week. Baltimore Comedy Factory, but we'll talk about that the next time. And I'm going to track my man Chad down, ladies and gentlemen, because I don't like to embarrass myself because that's my man. <laughs> and my phone number is in here. When I call him, when I get him on an interview, honey, I'm going to call you. And we'll set that up because I want y'all two to say hello to each other. That, that would mean a lot to me. Maybe young, please forgive me for um, being sick and talking so slow. I hope you guys understand. Please, um, Josie, Josie, can you give yes. your, can you give your information again? How they can find you on your information so they can get your delicious cakes in the jar and all those good things that we just talked about, please. Yes, they can find me at shop Josie Cakes J O C I Cakes um, to order directly. You can also go to my IG, which is J-U-S, Josie Cakes, and you can give me a call directly. I don't mind, 404-587-3059. I am available, located in Atlanta, but, yes, those are the ways that you can locate me. And do not waste the time because she's fine, guys. Don't waste the time. Get your money right, pay her. To the ladies, I think that you'll love her work. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go lay down. I totally appreciate you guys. Hopefully we'll have a 
a better week next week. And I think after three years doing this, that's my first time being sick, so it doesn't feel too bad. Um, you already know how we do. Make sure you accomplish something this week. Make sure you live your life to the fullest. And may your pain be champagne. Salute. Take care of yourself, dog. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.